0: Hello, it's Stephanie Ricca and Brian Roten with Hotel News Now podcasting live. Well, you won't hear it live, but we're recording it 38 stories above Times Square in New York City here at the NYU International Hospitality Industry Investment Conference. And you might even be able to hear some of the sounds of Times Square behind me, even if you can't see the flashing lights. What do you think, Brian?
1: It's a possibility, you never know. It's New York, anything's possible.
0: So we're here with a recap of the first day of this investment conference here from New York City. And you know, the conference started out strong with a couple panels of really solid CEOs just jumping right into it, getting into what the thoughts are on trends of the day. And so I have just a a quick bullet point list to kind of take us through what what they thought was pretty important which I think gives a mood of of where the attendees are at. And first of all, you know, one of one of the highlights that has characterized this particular recovery as we're still calling it a couple years later is that performance is still very strong. You know, that's led by leisure, not going away anytime soon, but the interesting thing that both brand CEOs and also some of the finance guys up there were talking about is hey, this is the time when Leisure demand is going to start to normalize. They don't like when people say, oh, is leisure demand falling off? (laughs) They say, no, it's going to normalize. And what's going to offset that is the still growing opportunity for business transient and particularly group. You know, we saw in a lot of the STR numbers over the last six months that group has returned. But what a lot of these, particularly the brand people, are saying is that group still has a lot of runway because it's taken a while for especially large groups to plan things out. That being said, all of the CEOs up on the panel this morning agreed that small to medium sized business events, small to medium events, were their bread and butter before COVID and will continue to be that way.
1: I mean, when you think of it, I mean, no one wanted leisure to, I don't even want to say Drop it as you said, it's normalizing, but we knew that it, 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 it was unrealistic to expect that pace to continue. I mean, it, it was unrealistic to expect it to continue as long as it did, it was unrealistic to expect it to return as fast as it did. So, for it to do what it did was astounding and and that's what saved the industry and now it's time for leisure to take a a little bit of a rest i guess (laughs) leisure
0: can take its its extended revenge travel trip. it it, it, (laughs) it,
1: it, it did you know it 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 bore that burden to give uh you know the other demand segments a a chance to return
0: i love that brian i love it one of the other um topics that was discussed in detail this morning was just a reminder of what a low supply environment the US hotel industry is in right now. You know, I think somebody gave a stat saying it's essentially zero. New supply growth in the US is essentially zero, statistically zero. Um, Because of all the factors we know, of course, getting financing is difficult. Putting all of those elements together for a brand new project, very difficult right now. Not a lot of people willing to take that bet or make that investment. And so that's going to be one of those factors that keeps this particular environmental or economic cycle that we're in right now, whether you call it a recession, something else, in check a little bit. And then finally, the other uh, the other much talked about topic this morning was on of course the extended stay wars and mind you I think we coined that term the extended stay war so you have the media to blame for it industry but really there's conversation about it because every brand (laughs) has launched and it seems has launched an extended stay product in the last six months we've got one from Hyatt we've got hilton and just this morning marriott launched its brand new extended stay brand and brian's gonna give us a little more color on that but i want to lead into that with a quote that chris naseta the ceo and president of hilton said about it the moderator of the panel said how can you all exist aren't there too many and he said it's a
1: 300 billion was it
0: I think that's what it was, $300 billion industry, there's room for all of us. The differentiation point is the price point.
1: I mean, that's the thing, and and, and that's when uh, I went to Marriott's uh, Project Midix Studios uh, lunch today.
0: Wait, say that name again?
1: Uh, so the working name right now is Project Midix, M-I-D, capital X, Studios. Uh, it, it's one of those things they said, they wanted to get the product out there. They wanted to start working with you know, owners and developers and franchisees, uh, you know, as soon as possible. So they don't have everything finalized just yet. So they didn't want to hold up on the product because the name wasn't fully there yet. I'm I'm sure we'll hear what the name is relatively soon. But the big thing for them is they're they're getting it out there and they're starting to, the groundwork.
0: So where is this one going to sit?
1: So uh, they're calling this, an, uh, fitting in the affordable mid-scale range. Uh, they're looking at ADR, you know, market dependent, but ADR of about $80 with a rev par of 65. They're looking at secondary and tertiary markets and really going for the, the longer stay, extended stay guest, 20, at least 20 nights uh, for the stay. So construction workers, traveling nurses, people who have been displaced because of some kind of, you know, uh, you know, fire or Mm -hmm. other kind of disaster, something that people who, you know, they need a place to stay and they're not able to do some kind of like short term housing kind of thing.
0: So longer stay, extended stay, which is what Hilton is going after as well. It'll be interesting to see as these shake out, whether those, dare I say it, swim lanes stay clear in terms of positioning and also that price point
1: yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I mean, they. I, I think the the thing that works in in all of their favor, is when you look at the share that extended stay hotels take in the overall. Hotel, you know, existing supply, it's still. Pretty small, so. Uh, they they definitely see a lot of room to uh, to grow in there, and. You know these, you know these brands have a lot of experience. Uh, you know, in the extended stay space itself. And so now it's just making that offering in the mid-scale range. And, uh, you know, Marriott's play is they're making it a lower cost build for for franchisees. They're looking for lower operating costs as the extended stay model. So it's going to be you know, interesting to see how it actually turns out and how they, uh, they build.
0: Hey, if there's anything this industry is good at, it is creating opportunities for themselves and for others around it. That's all for us today. Stay tuned to Hotel News Now for all of the coverage from the conference and so much more. Thank you.